In the previous video, I introduced you to the ConnectFX workflow where you could build your own amazing visual effects with the node-based compositing tree. In the next three videos, you will have a brief overview of Action, the 3D compositor in Autodesk Smoke. At a later time, we will have a series of videos dedicated just for Action. We'll start back in the sequence where I have a three-layer composite already keyed and composited with the Timeline Axis effects on each segment. I'll hold COMMAND and click on each segment to select the layered composite. I'll press CONTROL TAB to open the effects ribbon. Ensure GENERATE COMPOSITE is enabled and choose CREATE CONNECT EFFECTS. Upon entering CONNECT EFFECTS, you will see the three source nodes added as connections into the ACTION node. The background image and both green screen images are connected to ACTION as media input nodes. ACTION also has a background input if you need to track a background or you want to superimpose a background behind the composite. But in most cases, you probably want the background as a layer that interacts in the 3D composite. Smoke has inserted an empty backclip as the ACTION background which you can select and press DELETE. Double-click on the ACTION node in Connect Effects and go to the ACTIONS MEDIA menu. You can see that as I select MEDIA INPUT nodes in the Connect Effects schematic, they are highlighted in the corresponding entry in the ACTION MEDIA list. The best way to think of the MEDIA list is like a project bin holding media to be used in the ACTION 3D composite. You can see that the MEDIA NODE NUMBER corresponds with the number assigned to each media entry in the media list. Each media entry typically has a fill and alpha and you can turn them on and off. For example, if I didn't need the mat or alpha of an image, you could turn it off and it wouldn't key anymore. I'll just turn that back on. I could also turn the background on or off if I had one loaded in action. Running through the row of each media entry are various processing tools that you can apply to loaded media such as keying, colour correction, blurring, slipping and cropping. This means you don't necessarily have to perform these operations on source clips before connecting them into action. To enter into any of these tools, double-click on the empty boxes in the row. I'll make an obvious adjustment. Just press the RETURN button to exit the tool. To mute an effect, hold OPTION and click the effect and the symbol goes black. OPTION CLICK AGAIN will unmute. To remove and reset the tool, hold CONTROL OPTION followed by clicking on the box. Now these media inputs in action can be used on a whole range of objects in the 3D composite. By default when you add an input into action, Smoke automatically creates a new image object in the composite and textures it with the media from the media list. With all these processes running in the background, Action rebuilt the Timeline Layer composite. To understand what is going on inside the 3D composite, you need to use the ACTION schematic. Select the viewer showing the Effects schematic and press ESCAPE. 
the view mode is changed to the action schematic. I will press Option T to tidy up the action schematic. This is the schematic inside of the action node. Notice that the nodes in the action schematic look different from the nodes in the ConnectFX schematic. The action schematic shows the objects in the 3D composite and how they can control and relate to each other. This differs from the ConnectFX schematic where it shows a series of processes creating a result as I mentioned in the last video. There is also a lot of information that has been translated from the Axis Timeline effects into Action Nodes. Each segment originally had its own camera node as well as shadow tools. If there is no need for any of them, you can tidy up the composite by deleting them. Press Command and drag a box selection around these nodes. Press Backspace to delete all the selected nodes. A more gestural way of deleting nodes is to hold Option and drag them to the bottom of the screen. I'll tidy the schematic again with Option T. So in the Action Schematic, you have image objects that make up the composite in the result view. The numbers assigned under the image nodes are the same as in the media list. This is how you trace what media is being used and where. Notice each image in the schematic has an axis node connected to it. In Smoke, you don't adjust an object's geometry directly. You attach an axis node to it to position it in 3D space. Axis nodes are invisible in the final composite and the closest comparison I can compare it to is null objects in other applications. Double-clicking on any of these nodes will bring up their controls in the Object Menus. The Object Menu is divided into two sections. Each section is actually the same, but it allows you to see multiple node controls for nodes that are connected together in the Action Schematic. The tabs at the top of the Object Menu tell you which object controls you are looking at. In this case, in the left section you are looking at the Axis L1 node controls and on the right you are seeing the Offset L1 node controls. Now you can see that the transformations from each of the Axis Timeline effects were translated into Axis nodes that can be tweaked further. All of these values can be animated at any time. Before we start compositing with the 3D environment, there is one setting I would like you to check. Under the ConnectFX Preferences, you will find the Node Preferences for the selected node. In this case, it is the Preferences for Action. Under the Rendering tab, you will find a setting called Z Buffer. Please ensure it is enabled. This will help our objects correctly composite in the 3D environment. We'll be coming back to the Preferences menu later to set up Edge Anti-Aliasing and Motion Blur. In the next video, we start moving objects around the 3D space and start taking advantage of the 3D environment.